Hello, Darren. You're on mute. I'm not on mute. You're on mute. Whatever you're saying, I'm sure it's really funny. And I'm sure you've been preparing it for hours, but you're on mute. I'm not on mute. And so we begin an interminable last episode of Series 3 in Peace and Harmony. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen. Special. Can you turn your mute off, Grandad? You're on mute. Now he's doing miming acting. That's quite funny. So he's reversed the joke now because he wasn't on mute. I was teasing him. Now he's doing miming acting. It's very good. It's like he's trained. Oh, you've got wine. I've got tea. It's funny, though, isn't it? See, I've got tea here. Uh-huh. Do you know that people who exercise a lot drink more? As in drink more alcohol? Yeah, because they reward themselves with for their exercise with alcohol and then they end up drinking more than people who don't exercise. Where did you learn that almost? I don't know. I just, you just brought it to mind. I read it and I would have come with it prepared had I remembered it earlier as part of our holiday special uh, episode preparation. See, I read a really interesting article today in Psychology Today about boring people and I think actually that comes to number two, which is banality. I think actually you've started from a very uh, banal place, talking about trivial or superficial things, being interested in only one topic and repeating the same stories and jokes again and again. Oh, it sounds like me. That's This is a bit of a dangerous, this, this is a bit of a dangerous gag. Um, I've actually got that up here and I would, uh, I've got number one, which is negative egocentrism. The most boring way of behaving was what the researchers described as being negative and complaining talking about one's problems, displaying disinterest in others. That's your life state. That's absolutely your life state. As well as, of course, number three, which is low affectivity, because you do nothing with your life. Yeah, how's the nativity? Those those, uh, Christmas lights look lovely. Have you put your Christmas decorations up now? Yeah. You've got little flashy ones behind you. Yeah. Okay, do you want a guided tour of the Christmas decorations? Mm, Not really. So under the television, there are there looks to be a family of lit up penguins. Yep, in a ball pool. They're in a ball pool. There's a bottle of gin that lights up and sparkles, which is very cute. But I can't be bothered to walk over and light it up for you. Some more lights over there, look. And the jungle. There's a light all over. There's just lots and lots of fairy lights. Yeah. So you've obviously been doing nothing today by the look of that. Uh, Engaged, energised, invigorating aura you have about yourself at the moment yeah what is it we're even doing here it's a holiday special holiday special what do people do in holiday specials you're going to need to because i've had to be honest it's been a bit of a long day but i'm not sure if you're aware i've had a bit of a difficult busy couple of weeks so um you're going to have to help me through this one so what do people do in a holiday special the holiday special is when we have to take a lot of care for our listeners because we're going to be probably off for about a month or so right so this one needs to be really good then yeah it's all about creating a little cotton wool bed for them right and nurturing them through uh times of famine when we're not here for them are you going to start singing do they know it's christmas uh no but funny you should say that why oh 
holy night there's nothing to see here it is a show with some gloats or genuine promotes a picture of jaffa cake gin was all that we needed but when they appeared our souls felt of less worth Oh, Darren says Stephen's name way too often. He's always right and is obsessed with penguins. Stephen is a saint for putting up with Darren's sex facts. But here's our feedback. We like the chats between these men. Oh, minds, oh, brilliant minds. Oh, minds, oh, brilliant minds. Um, it's difficult, actually, because you know what? You made so much noise during that. Now, I know what's really funny is that you can re-edit it in and it won't have all of the noise. But when you listen back to this, just listen to just how disrespectful you were in listening to that. And then not only that, the first thing you did after it was then slurp your tea. That was a very beautiful piece of art. Uh, I think that's one of my favourite things you've ever brought to this podcast. I didn't bring it to the podcast, Darren. It was a piece of feedback sent in to us. It's nothing to do with me. Right. So the thing is, if you're gonna if you're gonna bring feedback, you need to frame it as feedback. You need yeah, to announce- Which I did at the beginning and you obviously weren't listening. What? So when you get <laughs> I don't know why you're pretending you're tired. It's just annoying. I'm not tired. What are you talking about? So that was from <laughs> Darren's just nodded off. He, in fairness, listeners, Darren's had a very long day today. Apparently. Apparently. Because he does work one day a week, <laughs> uh, as we know. Two years training, uh, one day a week work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was from Catherington the Greater. She sent that uh, very special bit of feedback in. And I felt it had a holiday festive feeling to it. So I thought that was nice for our holiday festive episode right and have you dressed up for tonight yeah but i'm really cold so i've got my uh, it's all underneath here but i'm really cold so i've got my dressing gown on top of it i'm also quite cold so i'm going to get dressed well, that makes a change won't surprise anybody that there's a penguin outfit going on my friend who stayed with me bought me this it's a blanket with arms so uh, any of listeners who like buying things from catalogues uh or watch those sort of television programs where they just sell things and do nothing else. This is like a fleece blanket, but it's got uh, arms in it. Uh, that's because if you've got your tray with your cottage pie on it in front of you and your cup of, I don't know, maybe a Dubonnet, um, you can hold it and you can eat as well as you're watching your favourite episode of Downton Abbey. And Darren's got one of those, it's lovely. Penguin soup. Yeah, the problem with it is, uh, I'd just like to make it clear, it goes from the neck down, but unfortunately Darren's head doesn't look anything like a penguin, so it does look a bit peculiar. So, holiday special, what else do we have to do? Have we finished yet? 
Well, I've I've um, I've been doing a little bit of self care, uh, and I came across a website uh, which I thought was quite useful. So I thought uh, I could share it with you. Uh, it was called "What to Do When Your Podcast Co-Presenter Is Away." Are you a little nervous to be without your podcast co-presenter over the festive period? The winter break is coming. Notice the um, feeling I'm putting into this. It's not monotone. No. It's got rise and fall. Rise and fall. It's like a, a story mountain. It's like a story hill. The winter break is coming up and your podcast co-presenter might be taking the time off to go abroad spreading COVID in countries with low levels of vaccinated people in their populations. It's not easy being left to deal with life without them, for whatever reason. For some people, the idea of their podcast co-presenter being unavailable may even trigger old feelings of abandonment, the very thing they might have covered in a previous episode. If that feels like it might be you, or you are feeling slightly anxious about the prospect of a prolonged gap between episodes, then here are some top tips for handling such a situation. Number one, if you reach a crisis point whilst your podcast co-presenter is away, you should be aware of the crisis hotline that can help you deal with this 24-7. Simply dial the easy to remember number sequence 111. Two, it's important that you chat to your podcast co-presenter before they go away about when and how you can communicate with them between sessions. Usually podcast co-presenters cover up this by giving you plenty of information when you start working with them and then proceeding to keep all forms of communication with them inaccessible for the whole time they are absent. It is important that you are prepared for this and also imperative that you respect your podcast co-presenters boundaries. Three, talk to your podcast co-presenter before they leave about how you feel about the upcoming break. If you are angry, don't shut them down with a lot of no's. Number four, embracing the time off is also a legitimate response. As you would on your own holiday, you may choose to enjoy the rest and peace from not hearing your podcast co-presenter's voice while they are away. Perhaps you can use the opportunity as a chance to reflect on how far you've come and what you've learned, otherwise known as your PGD. Your podcast co-presenter may already have talked about this. Five, it may be worth jotting down a plan of how you'll look after yourself physically and mentally in advance. Exercising by running in irregular shapes will certainly help you. Six, it's worth letting your podcast co-presenter take it slow in the sessions leading up to the break, as it can be very uncomfortable for them when they are very tired to produce new art or to expose themselves, which they could be saving for their beach holiday. Number seven, talk to your loved ones if you feel comfortable about how you feel about your podcast co-presenter being unavailable for a while. If they really care about you, they may look concerned in an effort to cover up their relief from not having to listen to a new episode. Number eight, journal lots. Explore how you are feeling about taking a break from podcast recording, though obviously do not use a moleskin journal. You could even write a letter to your podcast co-presenter explaining this, but do not share this with them unless you're considering letting them use it for a hilarious future episode. Number nine, make some nice plans for that period so that you have lots of fun ways to take your mind off things and focus on other aspects of your life. For instance, you could clean and dust. In conclusion, 
It's not always easy when the person you have come to rely on every other week is unavailable, but it's important to remember that you do have the tools to survive and don't be afraid to reach out for help. Have faith in yourself. Don't forget, by not having to think about you on their holiday, your podcast co-presenter will come back refreshed, invigorated, and full of new ideas for magnificent art, the lifeblood of your podcast. So I found that very, I've taken all that on board and I found it very helpful. So Stephen, mm -hmm. do you think we should talk about the break? <laughs> yes, Darren. Do you want to tell me how you're feeling about the break? Well, obviously, there's a certain amount of anger that you're abandoning me. So you're feeling a bit abandoned right now? Yeah. So what? So you're finding it really difficult at the moment because we're together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go away. And obviously, as you're with me at the moment, I feel whole. But I know at some point in the future, you're going to go away and leave me feeling halved. So you're worried that when I go away, you're going to feel halved? Halved. Halved. But it's like when I'm with you, I feel whole. Yeah. But when you're away, I feel halved. Well, it's that feeling of desolation, loneliness, isolation, living in a godless universe that's going to overpower me in the next weeks when we're not going to be doing the podcast together. I'm bored of this little role play now. You lisping, thick-eyed, mumsy butt. Should we do something else? So we've had a call. Hiya! This is Josie from Crawley. You know, just having a little, just having a little drink here. Anyway, drinky poos, drinky poos. What the f are you talking about? Nothing to see. Of course, you can't bloody see anything on the f radio, aren't you? Listen, 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 listen. Some f idiot sent me something today in the post. F awful. F Christmas present. Call it a Christmas present. You know what it is? Oh, f what the f is this? Duvet dreams. It says duvet dreams. Now, who wants a f duvet dream? I didn't understand very much of what she said, obviously. Can't use that. Okay, so like, so like my f friend, okay, she calls herself a friend. F bitch. I mean, she sends me a f piece of duvet in the f post. Look, shit on me. I mean, look at the state of me. I mean, look at the shape of me. I mean, I look like a f fluffy f tent walking around in this. Who would wear this? So, mate, yeah, actually, you know what? It's quite good I'm on the f radio because you can't see how f shit I look. I mean, I look like shit. Really, I do. I mean, it's this f present. You can't use that for... Which is, oh, um, Josie's, um, Josie's settled in now. Josie's <laughs> settled in. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I worked it out. I got it. I worked it out. That comes from being on the radio. You work things out on the radio, unlike you pair talking shit on the radio. You know my friend? Bitch. She sent me this piece of crap, fluffy, purple, fat tent. You know why she sent me this? Because she thinks I'm f***ing fat. Fat and ugly. F 
Oh, next time I see her, I'll f show her. F off. It's not going to offend your mum. Move on. So you keep asking to use Muswell Hill Mary yep. for your um, holiday. Uh, and I'm saying no. Can I ask why I'm not allowed to use Muswell Hill Mary? You can. Why am I not allowed to use Muswell Hill Mary? Because Muswell Hill Mary doesn't exist. Oh, that's such a pathetic excuse. I'm going to ask you again, and I want the real reason. <laughs> Is it because I'm from working class background and your prejudice? You wouldn't, even if there was a boat yacht, you've made it quite clear you're above it. Yeah, but now I'm on principle. The point is, when, when it's fixed, because obviously there is no Muswell Hill Mary at the moment, I get that. When it's fixed, why can I not use her? Because you're from working class background, as you've told me, in principle you wouldn't use it if there was one, which there isn't. And even if there was, would I call it Muswell Hill Mary? If you had one, what would it be called? Forest Hill Freddy? Don't be ridiculous. If I had a yacht, which I don't, because I wouldn't have a yacht, unlike you, it'd have a proper name. Like? Yacht. <laughs> so if you had a cat, you would call it cat? No. If you had a dog, you'd call it dog? No. And if you had a child, you'd call it child? No, It's this is uniquely for yachts. Oh, uniquely for yachts. They're called yachts. Yeah. So the nativity, did you enjoy it? Did I enjoy the nativity? Yes. Did you have good seats? Well, I mean, it was a promenade piece. It's difficult. I mean, we sat on some hay bales. We slipped on some mud. Uh, I got to sit outside Planet Organic Hollywood. It's the closest I've ever come to going into it. I walked around Sainsbury's. I laid down. I thought the laying down bit in um, in the cinema was nice. Really like the laying down bit. Yeah, the laying down bit in the cinema. That was really lovely. Um, I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the scene in the barber shop. Um, I found the I found the scene in the pub opposite the barber shop difficult. I didn't I didn't quite I couldn't quite in, engage with the with the plot. That bit, we didn't, I didn't remember it from the original uh, Holly story. And then there were some people with some tea towels on their head, which I thought verged on some sort of like racist prejudice thing. Um, it was just, and then they, when they started doing Copacabana. Did you feel you got value for money? Did I get VFM? On a scale of one to 10. How was your customer experience? I, I've, do you know what? I've never been to a, a North London primary school nativity before. In the real world, you, you, you turn up and you don't have to pay. Uh, but apparently, private North London schools, you have to pay £38 for a ticket. Did I get value for money? Didn't understand the scene in the pub. The barbershop scene seemed... Um, excessive I liked the walking in the street I liked wearing a high-vis jacket I liked 
that you made everybody uh, wear a high vis jacket. Uh, that was that was good, uh, and I liked the fact that they weren't yellow or orange. The fact that you bought blue high vis jackets, I thought that was quirky. I appreciated that. What I saw, what I experienced, was a lot of passion and a lot of dedication from the four-year-olds. From anyone else? Shall we talk about the break again? How do you really feel? How do I really feel? I will feel, well, I was going to say come Friday afternoon, I might feel a bit sad, but then you always postpone it to a different day. So we never actually record on the same day every two weeks. So I'll probably just be very confused for a month. I never come on a Friday afternoon, but I take your point. I don't understand that joke. Uh, If you had a yacht, you'd call it yacht. Yeah. If you had a cat, you would not call it anything because you hate cats. Yeah. If you had a dog you would call it pubic lice or anything else that would be hilariously funny to yell or not yell when you were out walking with it in the woods. Yeah. If you had a mother known for, well, you've got one. Talking of mothers, can we do our new section? Yes, let's do our new section. Called Tweets from the Grave. What's that got to do with? I would never do a section called Tweets from the Grave because that's not funny. Because obviously what I do is I listen to the last episode and then go, what can I do? So, so where did the idea of Tweets from the Grave come from, from in the last episode? Because um, you, I said, that one sounds like that's from your mum. And you went, well, obviously she's not here. So you then thought you'd take that a step further and Please. do a comedy section called yeah. Tweets from the Grave because my mother's dead. Yeah. So basically we're taking a break. Basically, we need to plant some seeds to seduce our audience into coming back. So one of the seeds I'm planting is our new section for, for, next, for the next series, which is Tweets from the Grave. Is it just going to be my mother tweeting? Yeah, it's going to be your dead mother <laughs> tweeting. Tweets from the Grave. Stephen's mum uh, is going to send us some tweets from the grave. Oh, we'll all look forward to that. You can open it up. It doesn't just have to be your mum. But she's keen to be involved. Is this the worst holiday special ever? Yeah, basically. It's going to be called the worst holiday special ever. You've got a sex fact. Yes. I'll do it when I want to do it. Thanks. Do I have a a Jesse fact? Yes, I do. Ask me another. Do I have an advert from Beds of Devon? Yes, I do. Ask me another. I might just remain silent until we get one of them. Please. <laughs> the quality of this podcast would improve dramatically. Can we have a sex fact? I'm bored now. Can we have a sex fact? As you're bored, we can have a sex fact. I don't like you being bored, so we can have a sex fact. Give me a second, caller. Sex fact, sex fact. Here's a sex fact. Exactly nine months after Christmas Day, most kids are bored. Define most. What do you mean define most? Most kids are born. What does that mean? It means we try to fit something into... a. a basically, there's a shitload of children are born nine months from Christmas Day. Who's this what? we? I thought it was just the sex factor. It's a collaboration. Oh, it's a collaboration now, is it? There's always been a collaboration. Oh, has it? 
Yeah, like any great art. Mm-hmm. That's where you go wrong. You, yeah, well, you never collaborate with me on any great art, do you? No, because you you're just bring it. You're incapable of doing great art. You, you, you're you. And you haven't taken up any of the courses that Deborah Von McPhitt has been offering. You're resistant to your PGD. And it's difficult to... A lot of PGD, actually, as proved by that. Wrestling paper again. Not paper, that's comedy uh, sound effects. He's wrestling his comedy sound effects again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so basically lots of people have sex Christmas Day, nine months later, British Bash Bosh. So, Darren, how's your internet dating going? Beds of Devon, beds of Devon, sleep for now and evermore. Sleep for now and evermore. Beds of Devon, Cockington High Street, it's Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, Brennan and the team, uh, they've got loads of special offers going on. If you actually put ho, ho, ho in uh, on the little coupon checkout bit online, as you check out, you'll get a glorious 15% discount. Uh, if you go into store and shout ho, 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 we love Stephen Timpson really loudly, they'll give you a glorious 20% off. Uh, and they'll give you a mince pie and a glass of mulled wine. So the Stephen Thompson duvet cover, um, it's been flying off the shelves. All 10 went in 10 days. They flew off the shelf, one on one, one per day. Fly, fly, fly. That's how quickly they went. They were like duvet covers flying off the shelf. They flew off so fast, 10 in 10 days, that they've made another 10. This time, they've done five double duvets and they've done five doobly doublets. So for those of you that have doobly doublets, get down there. Who doesn't want Stephen Thompson on their bed? I know I do. Is that it? What do you mean, is that it? That's no, that's it. Okay, that's the That's the end. So, um... That leaves Jesse. What leaves Jesse? I always look forward to Jesse because mm. it's about the only it's about the only quality bit in the whole of this podcast, actually, Jesse's top tips. The 12 dates of Christmas. Make a date night package which plans a date for each month of the new year such as a picnic in the park or a candlelit bubble bath. The date night could be with a partner, with a friend, and or, of course, take yourself on a date each month. Once you've planned the dates, write them on cards and decorate and hang them one month at a time somewhere useful. I'm not having a bubble bath with you in October. No? No. I've never found getting into a bath with another person a comfortable experience. I love bathing with other people. The bath's too small. Well, you're little, aren't you? Yeah, and also I do, I, I do it with people that I love rather than with the staff. I would imagine that your staff cleaning you probably is a bit uncomfortable. 
I think this has been the best holiday special ever. It has, actually. It's been special. So I think we're taking a break. We're taking a break. Uh, and unless you do get to go away and we manage one from the beach. That would be fun. We should do that. And we could have tweets from the grave from the beach. Tweets from the grave from the beach. Yeah, my mother hated the beach. Well, then that's what she can moan about, isn't it? From tweets from the grave. She hated the heat and she couldn't understand why anybody went abroad. So that would be a really good place to do it. Oh, you haven't mentioned the award, apparently, I got. I found out about on Tuesday. Oh, congratulations. You must be really pleased, though, right? I, I was runner-up in the Podcast Co-Presenter Award. And who got the um, who got the actual award itself? That was me. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Voted in by the Nothing to See Here cast and crew. Yeah. For second year running. I think if they were all a bit more objective, I would win it anyway. But actually, I think they vote from quite a subjective point of view because nobody likes you. That I, That's really unfortunate. Ah, oh, Lisa, you're awesome. You're awesome. We love you. You're amazing. Obviously, Lisa's going to be upset as well that she's not doing the podcast for a couple of episodes. Have you? Are you taking care of her? I, I think there's a subtext in that. Have you put any arrangements in place for her? I think there's a whole bunch of entendre and implication in your questions. I'm not comfortable with it. We, Lisa and I have a very professional relationship. And I do not appreciate any of what it is that you're leaning towards. He's leaning towards the left now. I do not appreciate that. Now he's leaning towards the right. I, I appreciate that left. Precisely. Can I ask you, what was your favourite moment in your nativity? What were you most proud of? I'm not in it, am I? No, but as a director, as a writer, producer, director... Darren, do you know what my proudest moment was? Yeah. Absolute proudest moment. It was having you there in the audience. Nothing can top that. Right. Um, you need to go and do something for six hours, go to bed for half an hour and then get up again. Yeah. No, I've got some midnight drilling to do. Have you? Don't drill the fireplace. Why? Just take my advice and don't drill near the fireplace. Okay. I can't say any more. I'd like to say how much I've enjoyed this podcast. I'd like to say I think this is one of our best podcasts. I'd like to say I'm looking forward to the next series. I'd like to say I'm going to miss you. I'd like to say, I'd like to say. Happy holidays, Darren. I don't know. I knew you good. Let me just, I'll call you tomorrow. I love you. Bye. I didn't hear any of that. My headphones came out. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm like a camel in a penguin suit. You are. Have you got a big bladder? Right. Well, she's quite a nice thought, actually. I think you'd look nice as a penguin. Thanks. As long as you kept your mouth shut. And that interminable episode was the last of our third series. We will be back for a new series very soon after a short break. So please make sure you have subscribed so that you will get automatic notification of when we return. All sparkling, clean and gleaming. That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, the special episode. Thank you all for your continued support, your contributions, and most of all, thank you for listening. No, my right nipple is the sort of nipple that wants to sail on yachts. Do you know, it's really difficult to create art and beauty when you do sighing and eyebrow raising. It's really tough. And it's even harder when you show me your groin. Thanks. Okay. Don't say it like anyone was involved in your thought process because nobody was. Sorry, I lost interest in that. Yeah. The time, the time was far more interesting. Time, time. Sorry. <laughs>